Welcome to Toffee TV. It is the match preview Everton versus Tottenham Hotspur. I'm joined by Mike. We are in the middle of just a chaotic transfer deadline day. How we found any time whatsoever. And of course, you know, when we when we finish this by the end of the day, who knows what our squad will look like. Um, it's the same. Um, but obviously, Tottenham Hotspur, never an easy game for Everton. Um yeah, we, we, we tend to struggle with this one. Yeah, our um, past performances against them aren't great, are they? Um, it's going to be another difficult game. And at the minute, with the squad being as stretched as it is, I think most most games are, aren't they, at the mm. moment? Um, good news with Ghana coming back. Yeah. From the African Cup of Nations. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just going to be another another tough game. Look to be keep the shape that he's been doing, keep us nice and solid and, and see if we can pick him pick them off on the break I think will be the uh, will be the idea and the plan yeah well we played we played uh, Spurs just over a month ago you know we think 23rd of December um, it was one of those defeats that actually made you feel alright yeah, you know we, we did really well down there we went 2-0 down quite early in the game and we we, we you know we, we went after them obviously Andre Gomez uh, come on and he got a goal and we were really unlucky Dan Juma it in the bar in the last minute you, again goal line technology just um, showing us how far away we were from from getting a point and that gave us a little bit of a spring in our step since then it's not been as easy obviously playing Manchester City Wolves was a real low point obviously we've beaten Palace but then obviously gone out the cup uh, but we have had a couple of draws in the Premier League and I think again on Saturday that's going to be You've mentioned it there. The backbone is trying to get a clean sheet, isn't that the backbone of the side? The defence trying to get a clean sheet, because um, we're in a, I'd call it like a bit of a holding pattern at the moment where we we have got issues. We know that, you know. Obviously, again, Fulham nil nil on Tuesday. Look at the team, McNeil and centre midfield. We're in that position where the manager will be looking at it and he'll just be trying to grind out the 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 clean sheet first and foremost. And if we can nick it, then great. But it's it's against tough teams with a squad that's really really decimated. You are just trying to get the basics out, aren't you? At this time, just yeah. to get us through this period. Yeah, I think that's. I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think we've we're in a situation whereby we've got to look to just like you say, keep them points ticking over. We've had two clean sheets in the Premier League, haven't we? This well, not this month now in January, um, and that that'll be the bedrock of it. Mm. The irony is. The home games, I fancy, more at home against a better opposition than to do against a team who would would try and look to frustrate us yeah. because we've got nothing to break them down with. So, <laughs> sounds strange, but I feel a little a tiny, little bit more optimistic about this. Just with off the back of the game away away at the um, I was going to say White Hart Lane, the Tottenham the Hotspur yeah. Stadium, because they obviously they play a really, really high line, don't they? Um, and it might give us a, f a few opportunities in in behind. So look, yeah, we'll set up. We'll look. We'll look to frustrate them, mm. and hopefully we can hit them on the break. We can, you know, win some corners, free kicks, and and that sort of build build a bit of pressure from there. Mm. So, but look, it'll be it'll be a tough game. They're they're banging form at the moment as well, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, listen, my my worry for this game is is that Spurs give you chances, but we don't take chances. Yeah. Like they score goals that you know they've just come off the back of beating Brentford three three two, and they give goals up. I mean. Brentford had a few opportunities, sloppy play by Spurs, leading to opportunities. 
But we're in a run of like not being able to take chances. Dominic Cavaloon obviously really struggling. Beto missing sitters. Midfield not uh, really providing much at the moment. Obviously Jack Harrison scored last week against Luton, but the keeper should be doing well yeah. better. And that, so, you know, you'd be looking at this thinking, we'll get opportunities here. If we do get opportunities, obviously we have to take them and that's what we haven't been doing. Yeah. Manager will talk about XG, talk about paying you back and all that kind of thing. Well, it, it's going to have to pay us back if we want something this game because Spurs, as you said, they do play the high line. They do play um, with a with a uh, bravery about them. Um, but it's not also it's not like counter attacking football. You know, I was looking at the the possession, sixty eight percent possession they had against Brentford, yeah. and a lot of the time it looked like they were trying to play counter attack, but they do keep the ball. And but we if we get chances, we've got to take them because I think. They will, and they've got the likes of Madison back now. Obviously, Richarlison's on fire. Um, they obviously haven't got Sun yet, but we have got to. I know that's it's a stupid thing to say, isn't it? But it, it we is. have got to take some yeah, chances. Yeah. The, the good thing is, and this is where my optimism comes a little bit more for this mm. game than, than, like I say, than if we were playing a Luton, for instance, yeah. is that they will give you opportunities, yeah. and we obviously we know we need a lot of them to, to, to take any. Um, and and we might get a few more than, than yeah. we would against other teams. So from that perspective, I feel like we could get the odd goal and then and then look, we're, we're relying on what we have been all season. We're relying on the the back four to be nice and solid and and for Pickford to to have a good day. And and realistically, that's mm. what we're going to need because player for player, they've got they've got a better team than us at the moment. Um, you know, Dice is working with a paper thin squad. Uh, so yeah, look, we we've, we've just got to we've just got to hope that we can make it difficult for them. Mm. And like you say, when it, when them chances come, is that we that we look to take one or two of them. You know, the the positive was down at their ground. You know, after super, but after what ten fifteen minutes where we went two 0 down and yeah. possibly could have been four 0 down. After that, I thought we looked a better team. Yeah, we I thought we down, looked in we? control, and um, they looked like frustrated and didn't. They sort of ran out of ideas. So yeah. if we can be solid and not give anything up yeah, stupid, yeah. I don't know. So. Obviously, Madison come back. He's the yeah. type that can unlock those situations. But yeah, yeah, he, he is. He he, he is um, makes them tick and was doing brilliantly before the injury. Yeah, linking up with Son. We've got Timo Werner as well. Let's just have a little look at the Spurs team that uh, beat Brentford. So as you can see there, obviously Kulisewski on one side, Madison, Timo Werner, with Charleston, uh, Ben Sakari, who I think is a great player in the midfield, and Van der Ven uh, has been a brilliant signing for them. Um, Vicario and goals being a great signing for them. They do get, they do get, um, I, the fullbacks do get high, they get, they push you right to the bar, yeah. and that's how we basically lost both goals. Um, certainly, the, certainly the second one wasn't, the first one was more of a mistake from a, from a set piece. Um, but we're going to have to contend with that. And I, I understand what you're saying. We are better when we don't have the ball. So when you're playing better teams who do have the ball, you're waiting for that moment. Problem with us is it's such a lack of pace on the break as yeah. well. Obviously, Costas, um, and we are struggling at the moment with with players. And the manager obviously experimented last week by having Dom and Beto. It didn't really work because they're occupying the same spaces. And, yeah. and and Dom, I think, I think Dom was a lot better on Tuesday night against Fulham. He won a lot more of the aerial duels. I think he won ten out of fourteen. That brought other people other people into play. I think what was a positive. From the other night was Jack Harrison playing behind him. 
that's what the manager wants. That probably means Ashley Young's going to play right midfield. Yeah. Obviously, we don't know whether he'll continue um, with Ben Godfrey at right back. He clearly does not trust Nathan Patterson. Yeah. Um, certainly defensively, and he that was the job he was trying to. He was trying to stop them, obviously, on their left-hand side. William has always had joy again every time he's played Patterson. Um, Robinson with his pace. And, and maybe he'll look to do the same thing in the next couple of games with Spurs and then Man City playing. Because yeah. both of them like to get the, the full-backs or whatever Manchester City call their full-backs. <laughs> um, so we might continue with that. And Ashley Young, I have no issue with Ashley Young playing right midfield. I think he offers he offers such, uh, such hard work that um, he fits the profile mm. and that allows Jack Harrison and I do think that is the manager's backup plan to have a no decore yeah. because he can go left and right he can you know use either foot that's the difference Dwight McNeil we saw him in centre midfield but that's the difference I think Dwight McNeil can't play in that position because you know which way he's going to go every yeah, single yeah. time so I think for me that that is um, that'll be what we'll be looking to do because obviously Decore is not going to be back um, Atrisa Garnagay, as you mentioned, should be back. He yeah. returns Friday um, and should be fit enough to slot straight in and he's professional enough to slot, slot straight. Oh, Nane, I, I, can't, I can't see him. But no, maybe make me get a spot on the bench, might he? Maybe, yeah. But um, I think that's what we'll go with. Mm. And I think I think having, having Atrisa Garnagay back just gives us that little bit of experience knowing when to press, not when to press. And Garner, I think, showed the other night that without being flashy and, and doing un unbelievable things, he can get round the pitch and he can put fires out. And he, he is mobile enough to get yeah. all round the pitch as well. Yeah. No, I, I, I'd i like to see that. I'd like to see Ashley Young, James Garner, Jessica Garner, uh, McNeil on the, on the left, Harrison behind, mm. Calvert-Lewin. But what I would think could be um, something to look into, obviously, as the game goes on, I think Beto could actually um, benefit playing against a team like this more than yeah. because he'll have that space to be to run in behind. And as we've seen against Newcastle, mm. when he creates that little bit of space, he's got that power of running. That's his game, and we're we're yeah. playing him as if he's dumb, and he's, he's yeah. that's not his not his way. Um, so almost if if Calvert-Lewin can occupy them. So would you start Beto over Dom? No, no, I'd, okay. I'd, 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 <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is I'd have Dom start. And yeah, then, yeah. For the last twenty minutes, I'd have Beto. No, I. To... I, I no, I fully get what you're saying. Let's just have a look at the team. Obviously, that started just to refresh anyone's mind against Fulham. And um, you know, obviously Dan Juma looks like he picked up. Well, he did pick up an injury, so I think it'll be Dwight McNeil back onto the left hand side. Um, so there won't be too many changes. It will be. It will be interesting what we do. We do with Ben. Go whether we keep Ben Godfrey, whether managers keep Godfrey, would you? I I think of what we saw the other night, and I think his pace. I think you know. If the manager's got re the manager, I think wants Ashley Young playing right midfield, and I think with the other injuries we've got, if he thinks Ben Godfrey, Ben Godfrey, it's like you you give him a job to do, and and you, you that's it, you let him get on with it kind of thing. I think what we've seen the other night, he was given a job to do, and in tandem with Ashley Young, the the nullified their left hand, yeah. left hand side. Now I think that could be again the job he does. Timo Werner is is pacey, mm. very very pacey, and Patterson doesn't always, he doesn't judge, he doesn't he doesn't his timings are typically off. He doesn't always cover the space well, yeah. and I think he might be thinking, well, Ben Godfrey at least has got that recovery pace, um, so I I could see him going for it again, mm. 
The only change I'd like to see there would be a Drissagana gate coming yeah. in for Dan Juma and putting McNeil back on the left. Yeah. That's what I would I think go it with. Makes sense. I think going back to what you said about Beto, I think the only problem with Beto is that he's raw. Incredibly raw. <laughs> he's, a, he's a player, you can tell, has started football late. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the fundamentals like in his game, mm. and you can see that. That sometimes is a good thing, by the way. Not, but I don't think we know how to use him. Like He knows what he wants to do. And you're right, they're slipping the ball around the back. And I think we did try against Luton, but he got caught up too many times jostling with the centre-back. Yeah. And maybe he hasn't got that like first couple of yards of pace that gets you away from mm. the centre-back. Sometimes I think he's running with a fridge on his back. It's like he can't get going. Or, yeah. you know, the cartoon with the old ones to the T-shirt, and he's like giving it all that. Yeah. It's the cut first couple of yards. But I think if we can learn to get him into better areas by releasing him earlier... But it is those fundamentals for me that I think you learn when you if you get into football younger. As I said, that's not always the be all and end all. Kids who come in and don't get those fundamentals sometimes, you can you know play you, off the cuff a little bit. You can play off the cuff, and we see that we're seeing that a lot more. <clears throat> Excuse me, but you can see that he comes to football a little bit late, and mm. um, so yeah, I, I agree with you there. I but, just think if you can stay in the game, yeah, if you know Calvert Lewin can occupy them, get the defence obviously a little bit tired there, yeah. You saw them a bit, bit like the, the Newcastle situation where where Beto yeah. then comes on, and they, you know, still pushing to try and win the game. Mm. The spacing behind for them to to run into where he's not necessarily like you say trying to pull away from yeah. from the from the defender, but he's starting from a position of space already yeah, to yeah. run into. He's he's got that running power. Then once he's got, once once he gets going, he's fast. If you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. Itself. It's the first couple of yards. Yeah, but yeah. The first couple of yards are normally the most important. Certainly because the they league, get yeah. you away from yeah. the player. If you once you pick up the ball, it's, it, you can't you can't get away from yeah, the play because yeah. obviously they're running without it. Um, unless you're Dwight McNeil, who can run faster with the ball than he can without the ball, oddly, <laughs> which is just weird. It's just science. But it is it is some somewhat logistics as well. Uh, let's have a little look at the stat pack for the game on Saturday. This Saturday, 12:30 p.m. kickoff at Goodison Park. Everton take on Tottenham Hotspur in the Premier League. Everson have played Tottenham a total of 63 times in the Premier League, but only a total of 9 wins going to Toffees, 24 draws and 30 wins to Tottenham. Everton haven't beaten Tottenham in the Premier League since the 13th of September 2020, a 1-0 win at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So far this season, Everton have won 8 games, drawn 4 and lost 10. Spurs have won 13, drawn 4 and lost 5. Everton sit 18th in the league after a 10-point deduction, while Spurs sit 4th. Everton's biggest win this season was a win over Newcastle 3-0. Tottenham's biggest win this season was away at Burnley 5-2. Tottenham's top scorer this season is Huming Son, although he won't be playing this Saturday as he's at the Asian Cup. But former Everton player Richarlison is currently on 8 goals. Everton's top scorer is still Abdoulaye Decore, who's on 6 goals. Pedro Porro tops the assist chart with 7 assists, who's followed by James Madison with 5 assists this season. Jordan Pickford is currently the goalkeeper with the most clean sheets in the Premier League with eight clean sheets. Tottenham have five clean sheets this season. There you go. As as that the, in the stat pack there, but Charleston doing really well. Let's have a look at his numbers. 19 games, eight goals, XG 6.92. Uh, three assists and an XA of 1.06. And as you can see, is. Heat map there, predominantly on the left-hand side, but all over the pitch. But this is a, this is a player that I think for a, obviously as Evertonians we've 
secretly hoped he failed at Spurs so we could get him <laughs> back. But I also think that some people are a bit like that now going, see, we told you. Yeah. We told you he was a good... But we're weird Evertonians, aren't we? We were like... We, some of our ex-players, we, we, we want them to do well to prove that they were good at our club. Yeah. I think Richarlison's one of them for all the grief that people, <coughs> Jim Carragher, gave him while he was at Everton. Um, I think some, I think a few of us are quite happy he's doing well because it proved that he is a good player and he did do well for us and he's putting the ball in the back and then, of course, he scored against us um, at... Tottenham Hotspur, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, <laughs> but we don't want him to do well on Saturday um, because we're seeing we're seeing that he is a good player and he does work hard. And I also think that when he went to Spurs, I think he was injured, and I think he's played for a year and a half with an injury, but he didn't want to like stop because that's the kind of person he is. He went yeah. to the World Cup. He's the kind of fella that would just wants to play, wants to run through brick walls for you. And that injury, uh, sorry, getting that operation that he got, I think. Now you've seen the real Richarlison that we had yeah. play without any issues, and he's obviously got out of the shadow of Harry Kane, and he's scoring goals, and he's giving them exactly what he wants. And we're going to have to, we're going to have to work hard to stop him because he, he, he picks up the score. Seen the goal he scored against Brentford, keeper saves it, and he's there, and he yeah. puts it in the back of the net. And we're used to that. It's good in the air as well. And he's, he's going to be difficult to stop. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's just frustrating, isn't it? <laughs> frustrating. He's he's one of the few yeah. players in in sort of recent history where you, the fans have had a real connection yeah. with, isn't it? Um, so it's always a difficult one. But you're hoping, obviously, on on Saturday he doesn't have his best game, mm. um, and then when we when we're clapping him at the end, they're uh, they're clapping him because we've we've beaten them. But um, yeah, look, he's and, and what the interesting battle will be between him and Tarkovsky because they've had a lot of history over over the years. Even when yeah, Tarkovsky was obviously at Burnley yeah. as well, and they seem to always uh, have a few a few run-ins and stuff. So look, he's going to be obviously the, he's the man in form for them. He's going to be mm. the one one to watch. But again, the defensively, we, you know, we're looking solid. We, you know, we need to just we need to just stick to our yeah. principles with that and. You know, make make sure we uh, we keep them quiet as possible. I think well, stopping the source. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? And that's where we that's where we suffered from down there, and that's maybe why Ben Godfrey might come in at right mm. back. Well, stay in at right back. Sorry, to prevent that. Michalenko is doing really well on the other side, and it will be hard. It will be hard work. We'll mm. we'll be trying to stop them with the pace they've got, and Madison drops into those areas, makes it difficult. And that's why actually having Garner, uh, this Gay is good coming back because he he he. he is always one of his biggest strengths, is always knowing just where to be at the right yeah, time. Can, the ball. People can talk about his passing or giving it away, whatever they want. It's always that just fat, just being there in the right place. And of course, as he's got older, that's become more difficult, but he's still a really important player for the squad, even more so when you don't have any midfielders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, Jordan Pickford, who's doing brilliantly, that save the other night was unbelievable, yeah, wasn't it? One, yeah. And we'll need him at his best again. Obviously, didn't play a lot in January because, or didn't feel like he played a yeah. lot. Played a couple of Premier League games, but that save again on on Tuesday night illustrated mm. how important he is he, he is to us and and why he's England's number one. What I would say is that prior to January and and um, obviously getting left out for the cup games, mm. I think he needed it. Yeah, I think he was for I would say for best part of two years he's been absolutely excellent. Probably mm. Everton, arguably Everton's best player. But I saw the last few weeks before January, uh, the end of December, and he started to show tendencies to what he'd done the, the couple of years before. He looked a little bit erratic, yeah. whatnot. So I, I actually thought the manager had done well taking him out of the team. Um, and is almost he, he looks refreshed again. Yeah, yeah. Got his head, get, head back in the game. 
Um, and like you said, I thought he was excellent the other night. And look, we 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 all know how valuable mm. and how important he is to this team. For for Everton to to get out of the position we we need Jordan Pickford. Yeah. You know, firing on all cylinders. There's nothing wrong with a bit of competition, is there? Do you know what I mean? Val Jalvagin's come in, he's had three really good games. Um and a stake decline, maybe not to be the number one, but to, to just keep Pickford on his toes and just yeah. say, I'm here if you do slip up, you know, and the manager himself is saying, Well, normally I would never rest you, but now I'm prepared to rest you. So you better stay on it and I think yeah. That's that's huge. That's just keeping. I think, I think for him, it's all, it's all about mental exhaustion. Yeah. With him, he's just got to stay mentally strong, and it's difficult for him, obviously, to to stay that focused. Mm. So yeah, I just thought, look, taking him out was 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 perfect. Yeah. And if we can see the best of him from the run in between now and the end of the season, it'll be a massive yeah, reason why listen, we why we get out of trouble. December was a hugely mentally draining time for the players and and the fans. So many games coming off the back of the ten point deduction. And you, you're on it every three days, and I, you know you know how bad it is having to prepare yourself as a fan. Yeah. But having to prepare yourself as a player and 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 take on as soon as the games finish, you're like, right, well, I've got need to get on it for the next mm. game, and I need to get myself up to speed on who's playing, who does what, and it, it must be hard. It must, mm. you know. And I know January's been a little bit lighter, but 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 it is it is difficult. You you're absolutely right. People always don't always factor in mental fatigue. It's always physical fatigue but mental fatigue as a certainly footballer in that position as well yeah and certainly for someone who's illustrated in the past that he's he he, he didn't always deal with it he's but he he's been brilliant he's, worked he's on been it brilliant, brilliant worked on it um and yeah just so and again you know most clean sheets we need to keep that going and make sure because i think the most important thing is we stop the rot in terms of the premier league okay it hasn't been pretty two nil nil draws but we stop the rot um if we could get something out of this game, you know, ahead of the Man City game, where mentally you're already thinking we're not winning that. The only Etihad with the Manchester City team that is fully clicked with Haaland and and the Bruyne, beautiful flowing locks. <laughs> um, you don't, you're not, you're meant, so you're mentally thinking we've already lost that. You know, we all will. So you, if you can get, make sure that's a one-off rather than oh no, we've lost X amount of games in a row. So. Yeah, big game Saturday. I, I think we can get something out of I it. Do, yeah. I think we can get something out of it. Get in there, um, just make sure we get a clean sheet. And listen, Spurs never done well against Spurs recently. Got a, I mean, Michael Keane turned up last year. We, had to, we were down to 10 men. Michael Keane smashes one in. Still mm -hmm. the, the club's best finisher. Um, he smashes one in and, and, and you know, it got us, it got us a really important mm -hmm. point. So, Let's do that again on Saturday. So let us know your thoughts in the comments on this one. Are you confident? Are you worried? Um, are, you, are you worried about Richarlison? Uh, <laughs> or just all their other good players? Let us know your thoughts in the comments. Make sure to give this video a like. Subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, and join us over on Toffee TV Premiere where we do daily live exclusives. Also, no adverts on any of the videos or the podcasts. So if you get annoyed by all the adverts that pop up, pop up on YouTube and on your podcast feed. Well, there's none over there, so that's well worth it. Links in the description, QR codes coming up on screen now. See you later.